In the last post, I informed you what Scott the contractor did to me. I don't know if he was licensed or not, but the manufacturer sent him out. I couldn't call them and say, I believe that your contractor tried to drug or poison me, but he didn't fix the major problem that he was out there to fix. So that was all I could tell them. And that's when I let my mom know that this company may not send anyone with the ability to fix the major problem. And my advice was to seek legal counsel. So that is what I began to help her to do. In the meantime, I updated my resume on some of the job board sites. And remember, I had updated my LinkedIn profile in the beginning of July. Also, I clicked on a profile of someone who worked at my old job by accident, and their title was BI Developer. So I get a message from Indeed about an accounting position located in Ridgeland, Mississippi. I didn't want a position in accounting, but I thought, why not talk to them and see what happens? I interviewed with them, which were two white males. I won't go into details about what happened, but one of the interviewers made a comment and said, we found and picked you. He just said it, but with a little aggression. Now, y'all know my intuition kicked in and I had an idea about what he was referencing. As I walked to my car, I thought about my old job and also how I accidentally clicked that position on LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago before this interview. So let me break this down. I believe that whoever saw my profile said something to somebody that is connected to the management at this company that called me for the interview. Because when they called me, I told them I wouldn't want a position as an accountant, but the recruiter advised that there may be a position open for a BI developer role. I really wanted that position. I wanted my career to head in that direction. But after he said, we found you in the interview, I knew what he was talking about. If you read part one, you will learn that the HR rep at my old job realized that I was under bad management. And even though the middle management was trying to get me fired, it backfired on them and HR realized that I would be the better choice. I believe this is what he was referencing because they knew I developed those reports with very little help. As much as I would have liked to take the position the company in Ridgeland was potentially offering, I couldn't. They hadn't made an official offer, but they wanted me to come back in to discuss it. I did not trust the people at my old job, and if they were connected to this company, I didn't know if there would be people that would plot against me there. I was slightly traumatized, and I learned to pay attention to red flags and just be patient. I appreciated them reaching out, but if I hadn't clicked on the profile by accident on LinkedIn, I don't believe they would have requested an interview with me. So I continued to pray and meditate for my next opportunity. On July 29, 2018, I went to the movies. I was alone because my daughter was out of town visiting her dad. My daughter and I usually go to the movies or other places where she can have fun. We always find something to do. Nonetheless, I was talking to my mom earlier that week about going to the movies to see Equalizer 2. Nobody knew I was going except for my mom. So I let my mom know I was leaving out to go to the movie theater in Madison, Mississippi to see Equalizer 2. 
I pull up and park and go into the movie theater and purchase my ticket. Then I go to the concession stand to give me something to drink. I got in line, but then a young white boy comes out and opens up a register and waves his hand for me to step up. I got a bad vibe. Yes, people open up lines when it is crowded, but something just didn't sit right with my spirit and it wasn't that crowded. So despite the vibe, I go order an icy. When he gave it to me, the icy was bubbling up. So I figured it was from the soda from the Coca-Cola. I told him I could not take that one. So a young white girl came out and made me another one. She went to the other machine, but I couldn't see what she was doing. She put the lid on and gave it to me. Something told me to cancel that icy and get a water. I should have. But I went into the show and noticed a tall, white, older male sitting in the theater looking at me. It was weird. Like, why are you staring at me? So I sat down and watched the movie, which was good, by the way, while drinking my icy. When the movie was over, I walked out and back to my car. I noticed a male and female talking and staring at me. I wasn't sure of their nationality, but I ignored them and kept walking to my car. I drove to go home. I was about 10 minutes from home when a car in front of me started swerving across the road from the right side and then to the left side. So I slowed down and just waited because I didn't know what was going on with that driver. After about two minutes of this, the driver turned right. I was glad that the driver was off the street and I was glad I made it home safely. A couple of hours later, I didn't feel too well. It wasn't like that weird feeling down my spine. This was something else. I felt like I was poisoned. I was thinking about going to the doctor, but at the time I didn't have any insurance and I figured I would just continue to eat healthy and see what happens. I thought about the young white male and female who gave me the icy at the concession stand, the older white male in the movie theater staring at me, the older male and female staring at me while I walked to my car and the driver swerving back and forth as I got closer to my home. And I said to myself, oh my God, these people were hoping that I would pass out from the poison they gave me and have an accident with the swerving driver. And if I didn't make it, they would say I had something in my system that caused the accident. If that had happened, nobody would have known that the young white female and male put something in my drink. Now that had me shook. That there are people who would go that far to set me up. It was ironic that I was watching a movie about criminal activity and I was currently being set up by criminals. So now I am thinking, how did they know I was going to the show? I didn't tell anyone but my mom. The only thing that came to my mind was Scott the contractor that I told you about in the last post may have bugged our home. He went underneath the home to do some work and I figured it could be there because how else would they be so prepared? I told my mom a couple of days before I went to the show. I let her know where I was going and the time I was going. So they had time to prepare. Now the question is, why? Is it because my mom was preparing to take legal action? And since I was the one helping her, was this their attempt to take me out? I tried to look under the mobile to see if I could see anything. But if he did place something under there, I knew I wouldn't be able to find it. All I knew at the time is whatever they were plotting, they had done this before and they had an evil organized criminal retail network that allowed them to have the young white male and female who
who worked the concession stand at the movie theater placed the poison drugs in my icy. I was sad at first, like how could they do this? But I thought about what the prophetess told me at the church in Houston, Texas. She said I will walk on water. So I thought it must have been some waves on that water I'm walking on at that point because what they did could have been detrimental to my life. So I just began to thank God and knew that whatever is in store for me will be. Just remember, let's tilt the scale of universal energy to universal good instead of universal evil.